0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, February 23rd, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A day after former President Donald Trump visited East Palestine, Ohio, another former presidential candidate who is now in the Biden administration arrived. ONN's Kevin Landers reports. Twenty days after the train derailment, the secretary of the Department of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, has finally set foot in East Palestine. The secretary has come under intense pressure from East Palestine residents and other critics who visit the town. Buttigieg has told reporters early in this week that he would visit when, quote, the time is right, but was deferring to the National Transportation Safety Board and its investigation first. In response to the criticism, Buttigieg told CBS on Tuesday he could have spoken out sooner. I'm Kevin Landers. The National Transportation Safety Board has issued a preliminary crash report on the derailment in East Palestine. It indicates the train passed three detectors made to alert the conductor if the train's bearings are too hot. The last reading came back at 253 degrees. Greater than 200 is considered critical. The report also states the crew operating the freight train did not receive the critical warning about an overheated axle until just before dozens of cars went off the tracks. Former president and current presidential candidate Donald Trump greeted crowds of people a few miles outside of East Palestine yesterday before stopping at a McDonald's to buy lunch for the firefighters who responded to the toxic train derailment. ONN's Neil Fisher has more. The main message is that the residents here in East Palestine will be okay this nearly three weeks after that train derailment. He also met with Mayor Trent Conaway alongside J.D. Vance. Mr. Trump said the mayor and fire chief did an incredible job and is thankful help is on the way. Oh, they're going to be treated so good now. is coming up because we came here and uh, FEMA does a great job and uh, they'll be taken care of now. They were not going to be taken care of, but they're going to be taken care of. Mr. Trump also told me that he thinks Norfolk Southern will be accountable for their actions in this crash. Reporting in East Palestine, Neil Fisher. While he was there, Trump called on President Biden to come visit East Palestine himself. The Biden White House says Trump could have done more as president to toughen regulations and prevent such disasters. East Palestine resident Jim Stewart, who said he lives literally within a stone's throw of the derailment site, lit into Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw on national television last night. Did you shorten my life now? I want to retire and enjoy it. How are we going to enjoy it? We were going to sell our house. You, you burned me. We're going to get the cleanup right. We're going to reimburse the citizens. We're going to invest in the long term health of this community. DJ Yockley is a small business owner in East Palestine. We understand that's not going to happen overnight. Our businesses weren't built overnight, but they were affected overnight, sir. And I think the biggest thing is there's a lot of people in the town, business owners as well, that need to either kind of get back in the game or get out of town. I'd love to stay in my town, but obviously we need to be able to be open at full capacity. CNN hosted a town hall, bringing people who live in East Palestine face-to-face with the leader of the railroad company on a national stage. A small plane crashed in Arkansas yesterday, killing five people who were headed to a suburban Cleveland manufacturing accident, ONN's Lydia Aspara reports. The five killed were employees of an environmental consulting firm out of Little Rock, the company releasing a statement saying, quote, we are incredibly saddened to report the loss of our Little Rock colleagues. We ask everyone to keep the families of those lost and the entire CTEC team in their thoughts and prayers. They were on their way to the John Glenn International Airport in Columbus, and they were going to help in the cleanup at the I. Schumann & Company manufacturing plant in Oakwood Village. The plant rocked by an explosion this week that killed one worker and injured several others, Lydia Spara in Oakwood Village. In northwest Ohio, the Fostoria Police Department says it has arrested more than a dozen men over the last 10 months who they say were luring children online for sex. ONN's Michael Sandlin in Toledo has the story. David Frateri, the statewide commander of the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, says to hopefully avoid these issues altogether, parents need to regularly check their children's social media, even recommending they follow their children on social media apps to keep an eye on their interactions. He says far too many cases he's seen have started from parents who gave their kids a phone without ever checking what they're up to. I'm Michael Sandlin. After last week's deadly mass shooting on the campus of Michigan State University, campus police at the University of Toledo are refreshing students on what to do in an active shooter situation. ONN's Amanda Fay reports. Their safety plan includes the Run-Hide-Fight protocol. Running is smart if you think you can get away. Hiding is crucial in a situation where you can't run. And if you're discovered, fight back. The university has added additional safety measures like offering the Rave Guardian app. It's a panic button on your phone. Once pressed, Rave Guardian will call you to offer help. If you don't respond, police are sent to your pinged location. I'm Amanda Fay. In Toledo, a Washington local school's high school student is running for the district's Board of Education. Brady Hall says the shooting at the Whitmer High School football game back in October is what solidified his decision to run for the seat. It's really a difficult feeling when you know you and your peers have to um, experience something like that, such as a shooting. And, and lately, you know, I, I feel like it's getting worse. Hall says he wants to create a better district for his little brother. Ohio lawmakers formally introduced legislation that relates to a child's gender identity. Here's ONN's Tracy Townsend in Columbus with Republican State Representative Gary Click, who sponsored the bill. House Bill 454 is also called the SAFE Act. It would, quote, prohibit certain procedures to alter a minor child's sex, end quote. A similar bill was talked about last year, did not pass. Opponents say many medical organizations say this is not the best way to protect a transgender child. The bill's sponsor said he believes that research is wrong. I've talked to several doctors who totally oppose this. The problem is it's very hard to get doctors to come because they work for organizations. They don't want to get political. I've had, I, I had doctors who want to come testify and they said they were told no, they cannot go testify. I'm Tracy Townsend. A former NFL player has been named the head football coach of Lakota East High School in Butler County. Former Bengals quarterback John Kitna was announced as the new coach. I'm at a stage in my, in my life again at 50 in our family that we feel like we need to be closer to family. and We have two adopted sons who both graduated from here and they married girls who graduated from here and we have seven grandkids. They live in Ohio. My daughter is married to a guy who's playing at the University of Michigan. That's three hours away. Okay? And then my best friend in the world. Our families have grown up. He's a huge uh, you know, community guy here in, in the Lakota community. And so all of those things made us get in the car and drive 16 hours to be here. Kitna played for the Bengals from 2001 to 2005. He also played for the Seattle Seahawks, Dallas Cowboys, and Detroit Lions. Kitna is credited with building winning high school programs in Washington State and Texas. And more than 2 million votes have now been cast in this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fan vote to help determine who gets into the Cleveland landmark. Here's ONN's Dave James. Two 80s icons are at the top of the fan voting. Cindy Lauper has 253,000 votes and George Michael is at 251,000. Warren Zevon comes next at 220,000. Soundgarden and Iron Maiden round out the top five and Willie Nelson is sixth. There are 14 nominees. The top five fan votes will be tallied with an international voting body to help determine the inductees who will be announced in May. You can vote online at vote.rockhall.com. Dave James, I went in there. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network.